This is most certainly true. In the greatest act of selfless mercy, God sent His own Son into our world to die for your sins. And we can't stop talking about it. We now present this sermon, recently delivered at Grace, to you. From the book of Numbers, chapter 6. For 3,000 years, God called on His spiritual leaders to proclaim His saving reputation as the only saving three-in-one God. This portion of Scripture is the basis for the sermon today. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Amen. I'm glad none of you jumped up to get out of here right after saying that. You know, I think some of you had that little instinct where you perked up a little bit, like, is the service almost done? But we're still having a sermon. We're not cutting it out yet. These words are, are words that you hear often at our worship. They, they signal the end of our time together as we worship, as we bring it to a close, as a pastor stands in front of you with hands upraised above you and announces those words of God's blessing to you. Or maybe in the past you've thought to yourself, where in the, the Bible do those words actually come from? And this morning we see that they come from the Old Testament book of Numbers, chapter 6. And these words are, are much more than just a phrase that signals the conclusion of a worship service, kind of like that, that closing announcement at a basketball game. One minute, one minute remaining. No, this phrase, these words, have purpose, meaning, promise, hope, and joy. It's actually one of my favorite parts of the whole service. And this morning, as we walk through this blessing I want you to see just how special and important it is, and I think you'll love it too. Now, this bless in the worship folder, if you were to find this by the heading, it's a very simple heading. It says blessing. But do you know the more technical term for this specific blessing? Bonus points if you can get it. It's called the ironic benediction. Benediction, because that means to bestow or to give a blessing upon someone, and ironic for the name Aaron, as we hear in the opening verse. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. See, Aaron was not just the brother to Moses, the leader of Israel. He was also, along with his sons, chosen by God to be the priests of the people of Israel. And here God gave instruction to them and said, This is the way you are to bless my people, the people of Israel. You know what's really cool about that blessing? Is that those same words that Aaron announced upon the people of Israel, the same words that we are still using 3,000 some years later to bless God's people like you and me. 
an unchanging promise from an unchanging God. And with those words, the Lord blesses you. Let's take a moment just to think about what a blessing is, though. Do you know what a blessing is? If a person sneezes, you might say, bless you. It's one of these polite sentiments that we throw out, and I think it has this idea of, may God bless you with good health or to feel better, right? But really, what is a blessing? You know, in a general sense, a blessing is something good that comes into your life that brings you joy and happiness. And a little bit more technical from, from a biblical standpoint, a blessing is anything good that comes from the hand of God. So how do you want God, the Lord, to bless you? Just think about that for a moment. What's coming to your mind? Do you want the Lord to bless you with health, with wealth, a good job, career, a spouse, a child, nice weather, gas prices that you can afford, a new toy or video game? I mean, what is it that you want God to bless you with? And if you think about it, I, I think that often when we're asked what we want God to bless us with, we often jump very quickly to the physical, earthly, material type things that we, we want in our life. And there's not anything particularly wrong with that because we do need those things in life. But what happens when those blessings don't come? Or when they're taken away from you? It's at times like that where it's very easy to grumble and complain against God and to turn away from him with a discontent heart, accusing God of being unloving or incapable of fulfilling those types of blessings. But even more important than that, if we only focus on earthly blessings, we are missing out on the much bigger blessings that God wants to give to you. But think about this too. Do you deserve to be blessed by God? In the context of Numbers chapter 6, the people of Israel are about to move on from camping out around Mount Sinai for about a year as the Lord gave them his law and commandments. And they're going to continue on to the promised land and their journey there. Now, up to this point, they had already grumbled and complained against God on numerous occasions that God doesn't care about them. And while they were there at Mount Sinai, they formed this golden calf, this idol that they worshipped as their God, even though the real God was there on Mount Sinai in a powerful way. And as they would go on this journey, they would continue to grumble and complain. They wouldn't trust the Lord and his promises to them, and they would sin in mighty ways. Do you think the people of Israel deserve to be blessed by the Lord? No chance. But it's the same for you and me. We don't deserve anything good from the Lord. No matter how good you think you are and no matter how entitled you might feel to think that you deserve blessings from God, the reality is, is that we all fall well short of the standards that God sets up for a relationship with Him. You grumble and you complain. You look and put your trust into the things of this world, the powers of this world, rather than in God. 
And you form and put into your life these idols, these, these things that distract you and steal away your worship, your time, your effort, your money, your devotion to God. And I'm not describing the people of Israel anymore. I'm describing you. And yet, in just a little bit, Pastor Hebner is going to stand at the front of this church and he's going to raise his hands above you and he's going to proclaim that very word of God's blessing upon you just as Aaron did upon the people of Israel. It's not because you've earned that blessing by being here today or it's as a reward for staying awake throughout the service or because you lived a good enough life this last week. You're a sinner. But God does not bless because of what you have done. God blesses because of who he is and what he has done for you. And to see who God is and what he has done for us, we look to the very special name that he gave to bless his people, the name the Lord. The Lord is is this name, especially in the Old Testament of your Bibles, that you will find set apart by all capital letters. And there you know that we're referring to the special name of God, the Lord, which describes him as the God of free and faithful love. Free in the sense that God's blessings to you are without cost and have no strings attached. Free in that God willingly desires to share these blessings with you because that's what his heart is all about. And faithful because God is unchanging and there is nothing that you and I can add or subtract to his blessings and God is the one and the one alone who can make such promises and have the power and ability and desire to fulfill those promises and and give those blessings. And it's that name, the Lord, that is repeated three times in this blessing. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. As it describes this wonderful mystery, the fullness of who God is as a triune God. One God with three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we see how he wants to bless you in a very unique way according to each aspect of who he is. So take a look at these blessings with me. He starts off in this way. The Lord bless you and keep you. This first phrase seems a bit general in nature, but it gets right at the point of who it is that gives you every good thing, every blessing. They all come from the Lord. The writer of the New Testament book of James says this, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. You see, God provides you with everything that you need for life each day and for life with Him. The sun that shines, the rain that falls, the air that we breathe, the people to enjoy life with, the food to eat, the shelter to live under, And even more importantly, the word of God that we might know him and the church that we can gather with and the sacraments that we can grow in our relationship with God with. This is all the work of God the Father. 
who is there to protect and preserve you in this life. Most importantly, or first of all, physically in this life, but more even more importantly, spiritually, as he guards and protects you against Satan and temptations and the wickedness of this world. And in that way, the Lord keeps you. You know, think about how you might keep a pet. A pet, if you're keeping a pet, it means it belongs to you. And you're going to provide it with love and care and shelter, and you're going to guard and protect it. You're going to care for it like it's your own, right? You are far more important and valuable and a treasure to the Lord than a pet. You belong to him as his own dear child. And he keeps you and guards and protects and provides for you and loves you. And that is the promise of God that he wants you to have on your heart, the blessing for you to go out into the world this week. The next phrase continues. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. How would you picture someone's face shining on you? How do you think that would look? I kind of picture, you know, this big, bright, wide, ear-to-ear smile with eyes that are wide and open and warm and welcoming. You know, the, the face that is just so full of joy and happiness. Maybe like the young couple that stood in front of church yesterday when they were getting married and they were just beaming. The Lord shines his glory on you in that way. As he looks on you, not with this stern glance of anger, like I think we often think, but no, God fills us and looks on you with a smile filled with joy, the joy of forgiveness and love. You know, God takes such pleasure because of his love for you to rescue you from sin and to bring you into a relationship with him through faith in Christ Jesus. And it is that Lord, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came forth out of God's graciousness and mercy, his undeserved love for us, to rescue us and all sinners from our sin and death by his saving life, death, and resurrection. And because Jesus gave himself for you and for your sin, God looks on you with forgiveness and is able to smile at you. And so go into the world this week knowing this blessing that you are completely and fully forgiven of all of your sins and you are welcomed into the presence of God today and always. The last phrase of the blessing goes like this. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. In the ancient time of kings, If you walked into the throne room before the king and his face was turned away from you, that was bad. That meant you were to die. But if you came into the throne room before the king and his face is towards you, you were welcomed into his presence and lived. You know, maybe today it's kind of like a parent calling you into a room and you're not sure whether you're in trouble or not. And so what do you do? You look at their face because that tells you a whole lot about what's to come. God turns to you with his face. It is not turned away from you. But he looks to you and he welcomes you into his presence and he sends his Holy Spirit into your heart to know that truth and to have that understanding that you can come before God and be welcomed by him. 
And that Spirit of God brings you peace. Not a world peace, not a peace with your neighbor or with your siblings, but a peace that is bigger than that. The peace that you have with God. Knowing that the sin that separated you and and made you hostile to him has been removed and God welcomes you as his very own into his presence. And God fills us with that and what a tremendous blessing that is to know we are right with our Lord God through Christ Jesus. These are the blessings that the Lord wants to pour into your heart and into your life this week. And they are blessings that he announces to you. You know, to you personally. This is not one of these catch-all yous like y'all are blessed. No, this is God looking right into your eye, eye to eye, the almighty creator, God of the universe, and announcing his blessing to you. The Lord bless you and keep you. You with all of your hopes and dreams and struggles and heartaches and troubles. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. A blessing that is spoken upon and over a a man who just found out he had cancer. And upon the, the woman who just buried her husband. And upon the young man who just lost his job and had spoken to the the wife and the the mother who is burdened, had spoken to the teen who made a big mistake in the past week and hurt a lot of people, had spoken to the one who is overwhelmed with sin and to the person who has strayed from the Lord. The Lord make his face shine on, or the Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. This is the blessing that the Almighty God, the Lord, wants you to know and to leave with today, to know of his free and faithful love for you and the blessings that are yours through our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Lord bless you. about God's grace or to support this ministry, please visit gracedowntown.org today. This grace is for you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace.